this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This marks Xi's first visit to the kingdom in six years and just his third overseas trip since the COVID-19 pandemic began almost three years ago. The superpower is looking to expand its global alliances beyond partnerships with the West, namely the United States, and is turning its attention to the Gulf energy giant. The visit comes at a time of particularly strained U.S.-Saudi relations due to Washington's criticism of Saudi energy policy, regional security, and human rights violations, giving a chance for Beijing to step in. And White House team reporting today that Russia is giving an unprecedented level of military and technical support to Iran, according to senior Biden administration officials, who say the support from Moscow is in exchange for weapons to use in their war with Ukraine. So what does that look like, right? Like, let's get to specifics here. For one, Iran might be getting things like helicopters and air defense systems, while the Kremlin gets Iranian-made drones which have been used to devastating effect on the Ukrainian battlefield. According to White House officials, there's even the possibility of the two countries establishing a joint production line for drones in Russia. Joining us now. Okay, uh, welcome. Uh, There's an Ian Brenner part of that uh, we want to get to maybe later in the show or tomorrow morning. I want to start off. Liz, uh, we promise you, Liz, she's going to hang around. I'm going to get to her. We've got uh, Christina Bob, Jay Ellis, uh, Joe uh, Allen. And, of course, Dr. Naomi Wolf, and maybe even throwing a Carm- Carmichael there if we can fit it all in. We're packed. I'm going to start with Jake Beckett. So, uh, Jake, here's here's what, you know, they criticize Trump. They hate Trump. Trump didn't know what he's doing. I might note we did have peace. He destroyed ISIS. Now we got Xi with our ally. And you Look, you were a member of the 101st. Uh, you know what the, our commitment over to, to defend the House of Saudi Arabia is in Saudi Arabia, what we've done in the Persian Gulf, what we've done in Iraq uh, and uh, in Afghanistan and with our ally Israel. You got Xi with the Saudis. They've announced this afternoon 35 separate deals, I think worth $30 billion. And the big thing they're trying to do is to cut 40-year oil deal to make sure that they get a basket of currency so you don't have to convert it into U.S. dollars. At the same time, you have Putin. Now it's coming up that Putin is... uh, is is basically going to announce over the weekend or next week a major strategic alliance with Iran, with Persia. China already has a 40-year de- output deal with them. You've got the Chinese Communist Party, their mini-me, the, the, the North Korea, Pakistan, Persia slash Iran, uh, the, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Hey, maybe even throwing our ally MBZ into there for good measure because he can't trust anybody in the Biden administration. And let's throw Turkey in with uh, the Russians, a couple of the stands, Afghanistan. And you have the thing that American foreign policy has fought since the guns of August in 1914. We will never allow a single power or a group of power to control the Eurasian landmass. Now we have to control the Eurasian landmass, plus they're controlling it in partnership with Iran and uh, Saudi Arabia, which with Iraq are two of the three biggest oil producers in the world. Jake Beckett, you've given much of your uh, early life to defense of this country. Put this in perspective for us, sir. Well, I think you're exactly right to point out how the entire balance of power, the, the geopolitical status quo, status quo has been upended uh, by the effectlessness of the Biden administration and their weakness. You get the nail on the head. I mean, the, the ultimate uh, you know danger, I think, strategically long-term for the U.S. is the uh, the union uh, of the Eurasian landmass between Russia and China. Um, and also, it's, it's interesting to see, and you pointed this out brilliantly, uh, to see how uh, that new union uh, seems to have come to terms with the, the entire Muslim world, uh, the Shia side with the Iranians and the Sunnis with the Saudis. Uh, you know, those are the key players uh, in the entire Middle East. I, I deployed to Iraq. Um, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, mostly nearer to the the Shia side uh, near to Iran uh, in Kurdistan and uh, northeastern Iraq, but you know the 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 point remains that now I was also struck you know to see the the news 
um, you know, of, of all these deals being done uh, between she uh, and the South. And look at that royal welcome that she received, uh, you know, in, in stark contrast to the, the very lukewarm and disrespectful greeting that Biden received not long ago. I mean, the entire Jake, the entire Jake, Jake, they got it. They got him. They hold it. Hang on, bro. They got him a Uber driver and they brought him up to look like a, a it looked like a hotel or something. It looked like a Four Seasons. Uh, uh, MBS walks out and fist bumps him. There's no guards. There's no military. There's no red carpet. Uh, how? And by the way, you know, since you served over there how important optics are in that part of the world. What did, what did, what did the two uh, performances differ where she is treated like an emperor with the whole dancing, you know, dancers and the military and the carpet and Biden shows up, uh, you know, in an Uber. How does that impact that part of the world? Well, you're exactly right, especially in, in the Middle East, uh, you know, honor, strength, gravitas, uh, you know, those, those things, you know, still have quite a bit of meaning over there. And, you know, I, I deployed to the Middle East uh, under President Trump. And, you know, it's, it's clear that, uh, you know, times have changed uh, in, in certainly in regards to how the U.S. is treated abroad. Um, you know, the, the level of disrespect shown to our commander in chief, uh, you know, it's the, that did not go unnoticed. Uh, let's just put it that way. And, you know, you, you can see it. Uh, I, I think the Saudis are ready to, you know, find a new benefactor. Um, you know, I, I was I was struck by the just the, the sheer breadth of those meetings. I mean, uh, you mentioned it in the cold open, um, you know, the a, a potential dislocation of the petrodollar, the 50 year linking of oil uh, to the U.S. dollar, uh, the, the deal with Huawei, uh, the deal with Saudi over weapons. I mean, just think about I mean, obviously, the Chinese have stolen quite a bit of our military technology, um, but the Saudis uh, um, have benefited from U.S. military technology. So I think they're trying to get in on what they haven't gotten yet through the Saudis. Now, that's another angle of this deal that I haven't heard uh, spoken about quite yet. So it's it's extremely disturbing, but it really comes as no surprise to anyone who's been following this closely. Um, you know, anyone who sees Joe Biden sees weakness, um, and that's only encouraged our enemies globally. Let's talk about following closely, because a lot of the conservative media and even Fox, uh, you just had a brutal uh, primary fight for the United States Senate in Arkansas, which is, you know, the backbone. You got so many great patriots there, so many, so many veterans. When you go around and talk to constituents, because we talk a lot of capital markets, a lot of geopolitics on here, and the people love it on the show. But we notice, and I'm not criticizing, people got to make decisions, but and even Fox, they don't spend a lot of time on this stuff. When you're out on a campaign trail and in those living rooms and talking to people or giving these talks at town halls, are the constituents up to speed on what's going on, and do they want to know more and want to learn more and understand how that affects their daily lives, or is it more to, hey, Fox wants to talk about the latest thing, and that's what we're going to talk about? Well, I'll tell you one constituency um, that is paying attention very acutely to these geopolitical developments are, uh, you know, members of the military and the veteran community. I can tell you across Arkansas, and you know, just anecdotally across. The South, you know, Heartland America, um, you know, red-blooded American patriots. Um, you know, I, I'm seeing a lot of military veterans and their families, um, you know, very much turned off by how the Biden administration has handled things. Um, and I, I really think for the first time, people are really reconsidering. Um, you know, as you know, Steve, I mean, a lot of the the military is composed of multi-generational, uh, you know, families, you know, who who have served, you know, like, like generations of service you know, parents, you know, fathers and sons, grandfathers, great grandfathers. And, you know, what I'm seeing in Arkansas and, you know, seeing all over the South in particular is, you know, people are, they're saying, you know, I'm not going to have my son, I'm not going to have my son serve, especially under this, this president, under this commander in chief. So really, I mean, I think people, obviously they're paying attention to the issues that are close to their pocketbook. They're paying attention to the economy, you know, things that are happening, you know, in the schools and churches in the community. But when it comes to that veteran community and the community of people who, you know, might have sons or daughters in the military. Um, you know, I think that's been a real key change in the last couple of years is people who are saying, you know, I'm not really, you know, willing, uh, you know, to put my son or my daughter in harm's way uh, for this administration. Um, so I, that's I think that's going to be a really important development as we're seeing these headlines about, you know, drastic shortfalls in military recruiting. You know, people point to, you know, the economy. They point to, you know, a whole host of other factors. I don't think they're paying attention enough to the you know, really, the 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 thoughts and the um the, the way these these multi generational military families are approaching these things right now it's 
It's well, uh, fifty, very 50, 50, 50 to 60%, I think, of the military, and particularly your beloved army, is from the South, right? They're Southerners. Um, this bill, this defense authorization, that we we're so against it. They said, oh, we're going to take the vaccine thing off the future. That's great. But the bill's got so, it's so woke that this is turning off parents and kids. And this is why you have the army particularly have collapsed. Navy's bad enough. Army has collapsed. I think army missed it by 25% of recruitment. Do you think we need to go through? Would you advocate in the new Congress? We go stop this thing now, stop the omnibus, which has to get the money and go back and de-woke the Defense Authorization Act, sir? Absolutely. I mean, you see a lot of uh, it's kind of a bipartisan victory lap. A lot of Republicans patting themselves on the back for, you know, getting rid of the vaccine mandate in this current NDA. But, you know, first of all, it's a year too late. I mean, what happens? It doesn't do anything to address the you know, thousands of service members, including, you know, tier one special operators, um, you know, who have been purged from the roles of our military. It doesn't do anything to address their status, to address them getting back pay, to address them getting restored. You know, the, the NDA also doesn't include, um, you know, anything about um, a, a possible rescission, um, you know, of the, uh, you know, a rescission of the rescission, if you will, of the vaccine mandate. It doesn't, it doesn't prevent the SECDEF, uh, you know, or anyone at the Pentagon from simply reinserting a vaccine mandate in the future, um, you know. So yeah, it's it's got to be all hands on deck in this new Congress. Um, you know, all, all the talk about you know passing a long term uh, you know spending bill is ludicrous. Um, it needs to be a stopgap me- stopgap measure at best, so the Republican Congress can address spending and so they can start to rally the war horses to you know fix what's happening in our military. Because you're right. I mean, we can't just keep kicking the can down the road. I mean, an 800 billion dollar defense budget. With, with nothing to address the wokeness in the military, you know that's just that's not even a, that's not even a band aid on a on a severed jugular. You know that's just a that's just a stopgap. Jake, how do people uh, follow you on uh, either your site or social media? How do, what are your coordinates? JakeBeckett.com. I'm on all social media at JakeBeckett91. Uh, thanks for having me on, Steve. Jack, uh, thanks uh, for being there. Jake ran in this uh, very tough primary in Arkansas in his. Uh, Going to be with us. Join us tomorrow night. He's one of the headliners at the uh, at the Young Republicans uh, annual dinner in um, in New York City. Jack Posobiec and Marjorie Taylor Greene are going to be honored, and really glad uh, a huge team from the war was going to be there. Uh, Jake, thank you very much. I want to go back to Liz Yor. Um Liz, I want to get your thoughts. Very disturbing. Captain Bannon was raised on American Girl dolls, and to have that. Uh, this and 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 and, and Showwater's right. This it's money, and they're making tons of money. It's a high margin business, and we understand big pharma, the biomedical security, and the big pharma. And so we'll always want money. There's something deeper and more concerning about that. Give me your thoughts before I get back to this this the human trafficking at the border. What what is this 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 gender affirming ideology uh, is so? Uh, and he says we're being colonized. What do you mean by that, ma'am? Well, um, it's the death of innocence, isn't it, in our culture? And our culture is drenched in debauchery. And, you know, the I think the bigger picture, I absolutely believe the bigger picture, there's two things going on. Um, it is, one, the globalist intent to depopulate the United States, depopulate the earth through this trans um, mutilation. Um, and also, the second agenda is the destruction of the family. And this um, debauchery, this perversion, um, this nonstop, as if it's it's coming from every direction as quickly as possible. I don't know how parents do it. I mean, every week there's some other um, agenda from Disney to American Girls. Um, but this is the communist takeover. If you've read anything about the communists, it is to... Um, uh, to manage gender so that gender doesn't matter because um, depopulation is very important and it's also to destroy the family. And precisely those things are the goals of what's going on with this um, transgender ideology that is it is just infested throughout our entire culture and um, especially focused on our young and vulnerable children starting to pre-K. I mean, every day there's something about, you know, what they're, you know, transgender, drag queen reading in libraries. It's everywhere. And we know the communists have infiltrated um, the teachers union starting back in 1929. 
and it's all coming home to roost. Um, if parents have to be on guard, they have to be you know, militant guardians of their children um, in school and on television, on the computers, and you know, everywhere. What are we going to do about uh, this Catholic Church situation on the trafficking? You know, the other aspect, you have this gender-affirming ideology, radical. They're trying to destroy the nuclear family here. On the other side, you have this massive invasion, 266,000 266, unaccompanied minors. M- most of them just trafficked into the country or unaccompanied. Um, the, the, the work of people, hardworking Catholics, who give their money to Catholic charities. Tell us about the complicit clergy, the reports and analysis they're doing, because that report's kind of blowing, you know, you just sit there and you go, how can we allow Catholic charities to still work under the rubric Catholic, and how do we still, how do we decouple it from innocent parishioners who say, Catholic charities, sure, I'm going to give some money. I'll hit them with a five or a ten. So walk me through that. Sure. Well, first of all, complicit clergy is a group of Catholic lay um, people who got disgusted with the McCarrick case and demanded changes from the bishop and to expose McCarrick and to expose all those that covered it up. So it's not unlike the Moms for Liberty. Um, it's it's lady taking control of their lives and their churches. Um, secondly, I think what needs to be done with respect to um, Catholic charities, first of all, a lot of people have closed their wallets in the Catholic Church and are aren't giving. Although if anybody gives, they're probably giving to Catholic charities. Um, but what the bishops have you know, very cleverly done is to replace all the millions that are no longer going into the church coffers in the basket, and they're re- replacing it with huge government grants. Um, and so what needs to be done immediately in this new Congress and um, in additionally a parallel course with an exposure by the Catholic laity about what's going on. And and they went, the Catholic, the complicit clergy group went line by line over hundreds and hundreds of contracts that Catholic Charities was getting from uh, the government. Just this detailed work to show the millions that are being spent to traffic these children into the country. Um, and we're just beginning. There's a lot of more disclosures that are going to be coming. So it's the Moms for Liberty model, um, complicit clergy. But we have got to have this Congress begin to investigate immediately the under the underground network of unaccompanied minor children and the explosion of human trafficking that's not getting investigated and not getting prosecuted by either the federal government and most state governments or local governments. So there's a lot of work to do. Not 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 including the gotaways, which is a huge, massive number, just the ones they've counted for that they've let themselves. Is two hundred and sixty-six thousand. There's easily three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand just under the Biden regime. And you're saying, hey, two more years, this is going to double. You take Title Forty-Two off, it's going to double. They're always talking about twenty thousand people coming across a day, a ton of those. And here's what Project Veritas shows: they have no idea where they're going. They don't care. And oh, Houston, yeah, there, there's forty-one in that house. There's twenty there. They're running them as brothels. Right. And, and this is from what federal whistleblowers. So you're absolutely correct. Yeah, we're not going to recognize our society in two years. We're not going to. And the crime and, and chaos in the schools is going to be just unimaginable. Um, people can get me at Elizabeth Your on all platforms um, and also your children, Y-O-R-E, yourchildren.com is my website where I post everything. And how can they get to complicit clergy? I want to make sure we're, we're going to put it up sure. on site. Where do they go for complicit sure. clergy? Go to complicit, complicitclergy.com. Um, there is a section there for uh, whistleblowers or anybody who has information. If you think the people next door are housing unaccompanied minors, give us this information. We'll pass it on to trusted law enforcement to investigate. Lizure, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here as usual. Thanks, it's been too long. Liz, you're the hammer, uh, former prosecutor. She knows what she's talking about. Uh, let me bring you. I got Jay Ellis about the game, but I want to bring Christine, uh, uh, Christina Bob, because that will tee up his discussion of why people now more than ever got to understand um, the election, the stolen election and election fraud overall. Christina, you're part of the team. and I, I know you can't give in details, but tonight sometime or late this afternoon sometime in Arizona, 
I take it Carrie Lake is going to file the lawsuit, and then the gun, the well, the starter's gun will go off on the on what's the contested part of the Arizona election, ma'am. That's exactly right. That's a perfect way to describe it. I'm anxiously awaiting the text message saying that the complaint has been filed. Um, I have seen it. I'm excited for the public to see it. I think it, it lays out exactly what's needed, not just for Carrie's particular race, but really to take a deeper look into what happened. We know that there are documents out there showing that CISA and Twitter and big tech all collaborated with the state government, Stephen Richer, the Maricopa County recorder, and then Katie Hobbs herself, the Democrat candidate, was coordinating with them to manipulate this election. And so I think uh, I think what we're going to see come out of that is really exciting, and I, I hope it comes out soon because I'm expecting it. Hey, Christina, uh, it, the revelations and they're kind of breathtaking coming out of uh, out of um, um, Twitter, and it's not simply about the Twitter management. It's really the role of the, and you brought this up the other day with this Rick, Steve Rickers in, in Arizona. It is the vol, involvement of the U.S. government in the entire, not, not about election to clean up elections, to suppress information of people who are sitting there going, hey, I don't think this election is going right. I think there's a problem with the machines. I think there's a problem with mail-in ballots. I think there's a problem with signatures. It's the government's involvement with big tech to suppress that information that's so shocking. Elon Musk fired the former FBI general counsel, James Baker, and then accused him of not just suppression of information and lying to him, but actually destroying evidence. Christina Bob. That's exactly right. And that really goes to the heart of what Carrie Lake is arguing, that our government is working against us and we have a Bill of Rights and our government isn't allowed to do that. They're not allowed to suppress our free speech. They're certainly not allowed to oppress uh, dissenting speech. That's the whole purpose of the First Amendment. And certainly the federal government can't do it and neither can the state governments. And here you have state government actors, the secretary of the state, who is the Democrat candidate, and the recorder who's running the election doing the same thing. And they, they are extremely partisan. Stephen Richer had a super PAC aimed at taking down election deniers, including Carrie Lake. And yet he's supposed to unbiasedly be administering her race, which clearly that didn't happen. And so we have a, a very serious problem where you've got the largest county in the state that is feigning incompetence at best to say, oh, the fact that we took three weeks to count the ballot, that's totally normal and there's no problem and everything's fine. When in reality, it certainly appears like Carrie Lake won that contest and they needed three weeks to find enough ballots and figure out how to manipulate the votes and manipulate the county to uh, produce Katie Hobbs as the winner. Oh, by the way, the same person who was colluding with the federal government as a state government actor. This is very, very serious. And I would suspect that Arizona is not the only state experiencing this. So uh, we need to keep pulling this thread. I'll be very curious to see how the courts respond. Stephen Richer, in the documents that we found, uh, indicated that the courts have been very friendly to help protect the narrative, meaning they're acknowledging that the courts have helped suppress this. So are they going to continue to do that? Well, you know, we'll find out. Christina, what I take is from what I've talked to people is that this is not going to say it's just incompetence. They're going to say right. both with experts on the cyber side, they can look at this and whistleblowers that there's malfeasance here. Is that your understanding also? Yes, that's exactly right. They've got expert witnesses that have already looked at the data. They have whistleblowers coming in from uh, various parts of the election process in Arizona. It's pretty airtight. I don't think this is something that the courts will uh, easily be able to sweep under the rug, although you know, they might try. We'll see. I, I, I hope they don't. I hope they take a very serious look at the very serious allegations that are mentioned here. Um, but there's a lot of evidence, documents, witnesses, witness statements, whistleblowers. Uh, it, it's pretty it's pretty damning. Uh, I want to go to your book. Um, how do people get it? Uh, I know it's I think it comes as a next Tuesday. It actually comes out. I want to make sure we get the right date. And how do people get to how do people get to it? Sure. It's available for pre-order. It's called Stealing Your Vote. It's available on Amazon and it actually comes out at the end of January. So we're about a month away, uh, but you can get it pre-ordered and it'll come to you in January. In an introduction by Stephen K. Bannon, the reason is yes. I want everybody to read this book. Uh, your head, your head will blow up uh, when you read this because it's the details. It's also a first-person account 
of the journey of Christina uh, Bob as she went through this. And it was quite a journey, Christina. And by the way, we're probably only in the top of the second or third inning on this thing. So there's That's a long right. way it's to go. A lot beginning. of wood to chop, as we say. That's right. It's just the beginning. Uh, what's your social and I media? Totally expect to do it. What's your social media so people can follow you when, when they release this today? Yep. You can find me, Christina Bob, on Twitter, Christina underscore Bob on Getter. Just Christina Bob. You'll find me. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Christina Thank Bob, you, for the heads up. Okay. Probably within the hour, that'll be up. Let me bring in Jay Ellis. Jay, we got a minute here. I'm going to hold you through the break. Uh, when you came up with this idea about, hey, we have to teach people, people need a device to go through that could be fun, that could learn this. Uh, did you ever think that the story would just get bigger and bigger and bigger? Now you're adding chapters on Carrie Lake and, and the laptop from hell. Did you ever think the game would actually add content as we move forward in time, sir? You know, we really didn't know. But the one thing that we did kind of dig in is when we were designing this game, all the things at the time, and this was back, you know, in early 2021, that you weren't allowed to talk about. We decided to really focus on, because I did tell the team, I said, in a year or so, these are going to be big time events. Anything that you weren't allowed to speak about, then we just knew that that was going to be a focus. And so that's why we literally, Russia, COVID, you know, I mean, we focused on Hunter's laptop, uh, et cetera. It's amazing. Hang on for a second. We'll take a short commercial break. Jay Ellis has the Christmas gift for the season, okay? It's a way to get smart, to learn exactly what's happening, and to forward project into the future about these investigations that are going to go on. Jay Ellis, Naomi Wolf, Joe Allen, next, where War Room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say. But you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. 
Okay, welcome back, uh, Jay Ellsworth. So, Jay, um, the elections are going to be even more intense with all this stuff. And by the way, Matt Taibbi, uh, we'll get it to Memphis. My crack production team here uh, in the war room uh, just dropped something called the removal of Donald Trump. And it's a series of tweets he's going to put out information. But just that headline has got people's heads blown up. The removal of Donald Trump. Taibbi and Elon Musk and the team over at uh, over at Twitter, I mean, throwing down hard. So I'm sure that'll be a vertical. But talk to you. you got the core game. Show the box. The game is about the election of 2020. It's got all the reason we got involved in this. It was a way as a teaching device. You could have a blast, maybe a couple of adult beverages, but then get into competition. But you can actually learn the facts and see the receipts. The brilliance of what Jay came up with is this QR code. Say, hey. We can expand this all the time. We can talk about vax. We can talk about the COVID mask. We can talk about uh, Christina Bob in Arizona, uh, Carrie Lake. You, you can expand into any vertical by putting a QR card. So talk about how the game continually expands and grows. Well, I mean, that's the great thing that we did. And again, you know, jumping back to what we talked about, all the things that you weren't allowed to talk about, we focused on. And then... Steve, I'm not sure, but I think it's the only interactive board game there is. And so it's it, it, it's almost a perennial kind of a deal because we knew that that the the ever-changing political landscape would and, and and especially everything that was going on that we would need to continually update and get, I mean there would be such delicious, you know such crazy news stories going forward and that you know a lot of people don't know and don't listen so we created the the QR codes to, and to be able to continually update you know 22 23 going into 24 so you'll always have the latest news stories in the game and you know it's you know another thing Steve that I've, I we failed to talk you say a heuristic device but this is also one of those things if you're going to buy a christmas present it's a time capsule. I mean, in 10 or 12 years, if you bought two of these games, put one on your shelf and your kids are saying, what is that? I mean, it is a time capsule for what the crazy nonsense that actually went on. So we've got a, a teaching history. Device, got a lot of fun. We educate. We, you know, it never goes out of style. Uh, we focus on exactly what's going on. And again, it's fun. And literally, it's the Christmas gift of the year. It's not expensive. It's the Christmas gift of the year. You know, promo code War Room. Okay. Here's what we need to do is everybody needs to go to the site. Check it out right now. It's an inexpensive uh, Christmas gift, particularly in a season we know everybody's husbanding their resources. We're looking to get people into immersive experiences, right? That's what we put out so much content on the show every day. That's why we have such great contributors and guests. That's what we always, I always include their social media, their handles, their books. We want this, this show is made for those people that at the tip of the spear. Uh, this is something you want to get, play. You're going to have a lot of laughs, uh, but you're going to learn something. Even the hardest core are going to learn something about the core elections. Then in these, with the QR codes in each of these verticals, You'll be up to date with uh, with all the breaking news like Miranda Devine's about the laptop from hell, you know, Naomi Wolf, whether it's mass vaccines, the laptop from hell, the investigation, there'll be a vertical set up and it'll come right off the game. So it's the first interactive, totally interactive uh, board game, I think, ever. Jay, once hey, again, hey, where hey, do people go? How do they order it today? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, sir. OK, no, I was just going to say I, I kind of interrupt you. So it's go to www dot election fund electionfund.com promo code war room get your game you know again great gift punk a friend yeah, I invite people over it's always going to be updated you're always going to have the latest information and you know again it's a time capsule buy one put it on your shelf and in 10 years people are going to go can you believe that really happened and it'll be it, it, it's something great to have, great to play. Get one and put it on your shelf. Jay Ellis, thank you very much. The inventor, founder of uh, the election game, Election Fun. Okay, Evo, uh, let's have get a great Naomi weekend, Wolf. Merry uh, Naomi, Merry Christmas, sir. Thank you for doing this. I know I got so much great feedback from people that got it and uh, and absolutely love it. So thanks, Jay.
quite prescient to think about how to expand that game to to think about it. So, Naomi, we had, you know, yesterday we've had uh, Harvey Risch and, you know, from your beloved Yale, and he comes on so dry, so professional. I mean, just dropping bombs left and right on this on Senator Johnson's um, investigation. But then we had to get you on tonight because we had the great Dr. Jeffrey Tucker from Brownstone on this morning, and he had a chance to go through Mike Pence, or as we call him here in the war room, Judas Pence. Uh, his uh, his memoir autobiography, and here's a guy in 200 pages that you know his it's a buddy movie with him and Fa- I mean politically talk about a tin ear being a Republican his it's a buddy movie with him and Fauci, and they add in the romantic interests as Deborah Burks every now and again did I say that mother doesn't even let him go to dinner with him no no Burks kind of comes in and out with the scarves right the the very elegant uh, Deborah Burks to drop her madness but then they got a section. Where he actually, because he's, remember, he's head of the task force. He takes full ownership and credit for, wait for it, the vaccines. And I'm sitting there going, what is this guy looked at any news or information? How does this happen at the same time when Johnson has this workshop that he puts up online and the guys are given testimony like it's a, a Senate committee in the Senate chambers um, on national TV? The next morning they come out. And they and the FDA says for thirteen or what for six month old babies. Uh, what yeah. what's going on here? What in particular, a guy like Pence embracing the vaccines, embracing the the great work that uh, Project Warp Speed did, and and everything Fauci did, ma'am. So, I first I want to just say to the whole war room posse because I know we've been fighting against the FDA authorizing this injection for tiny people for months and months and months. And um, I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry that this day arrived, but but the lawsuits are underway and our lawsuit is underway. So uh, the battle is not over yet. Um, and there, you know, as, as uh, smart people around me have been pointing out, these monsters are going to try to do absolutely everything they can do before January. They're going to try to ram through every hellish misdeed before there's a uh, a transfer of power into the hands of the the, the new Congress. Um, how did Pence write that book? Well, first of all, the book takes about you know a year and a half to two years. So he wrote it back when there was still this intact mythology that these vaccines were saving lives and you had to follow the science. But also, you know, these these people knew that they were committing major crimes and that they were committing treason, right? Like the lineaments of these alliances um, are, are emerging now. Uh, the, the alliances with China, the alliances with the World Health Organization, the alliances with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the money flowing, um, the, the, just the, the, the treason, the wholesale treason. So if you're going to do that and know that you're going to do that and, and know that if you're, you know, Dr. Fauci, you're going to be misleading apparently the president of the United States, misleading the American people, certainly, um, in, in the most egregious way. Um, if you're head of the CDC and you know you're, you're minting lies, you know, every six weeks, a new tranche of lies, uh, you know, you have legal advice. And I'm not a lawyer, but a book like that, which puts everything they did either in a positive light or probably has multiple um, inflection points where he says he indicates that you know he has no knowledge of X or Y, right? Is is going to be um, bolstering them uh, if if they're ever on the other side of that table in the hearing room or or under investigation. And that's my best analysis um, because you're quite right. You've pointed this out for a long time. These are not the same worlds, right? The world in which uh, Dr. Rish is, is testifying to the damage that's been done by these injections, the paltry science, the lack of evidence. Um, it's not the same world of a big book in which uh, the vice president, former vice president, is crowing that, you know, he's a prince for having ushered in this hellscape of injury and death. Um, but the other thing I, I think they were betting on and that they are betting on, you see it also with, you know, who's covering the Twitter story who's covering the Hunter Biden laptop story is, you know, we have a thoroughly compromised legacy media now, right? So they can do what they want. They can make the um, 
the Jordan hearings seem marginal or extreme or crazy. You know, those crazy Republicans having these crazy hearings. They turned Twitter overnight into a, you know, hate speech forum full of white supremacist extremist and they called Elon Musk a white supremacist extremist. I mean it's a it's a playbook. Um but they're counting on the hostage media being more powerful and effective than alternative media, than sites like yours, sites like mine, you know, all of the kind of alternative network of getter and and so on in order to define reality. And in the reality they're intending to define, Mike Pence is a hero and the Jordan hearings are are madness. Um, so it's it, we're in a battle. We're not just in a battle over bodies and, and hearts. We're in an information battle. Um, but but, and, but, and, but you're going on offense. I want I, I want to get I want to get this up in uh, Memphis. I we know they have it, but it's, correct me if I'm wrong. Your attorney, Edward Berkovich, sent letters to the following attorneys general of Wyoming, New Hampshire, Kentucky, Kansas, Texas, Indiana, Alaska, Alabama, Arizona, Tennessee, Montana, Florida and wait for it, Utah, encouraging them to take action at state level for uh, for investigations into the CDC for reckless endangerment or similar state crimes for the CDC's three-month delay in reporting the first statistically significant signal of myocarditis incidents following mRNA COVID-19 vaccination. That is pretty smash mouth, ma'am. What, what do you guys intend to do? That you're just going to skip going to the you, you don't trust the Biden regime or the federal government. You're going right to it looks like certain red states and tell them get on with it. Well, the good news is, you know, and again, all of this audience's donations, right, have been put to good use. We have like six different lawsuits underway now. So it's multiple fronts, right? So we haven't given up on suing the CDC. We're suing the CDC. We're suing Twitter. Um, we're going after the FDA. All of those are underway with the best lawyers in the country. Those are all, but those um, are all, I think, um, all, most, all, are most of those civil? Here you're actually asking for them right. to go now, to AGs for criminal, for criminal, correct? I'm sorry, I shouldn't smile. I shouldn't smile. But yes, you're exactly right. Um, our, James Ostrowski, as you all remember, pointed out how powerful it is to um, to not just uh, bring civil charges, but also to file criminal, you know, criminal complaints if there's a crime that's being committed. So uh, I just want to note that um, indeed Edward Berkovich did everything you just said. You can see all the letters in a powerful post on Daily Cloud that Amy Kelly posted. Um, you can literally see this these these multiple multiple letters, 13 letters to each of the state attorneys general. I want to note that Mr. Berkovich is acting independently. It's important for him to stress that. But of course, he's he's making use of um, the uh, evidence that people like Dr. Chris Flowers, our um, wonderful expert, Dr. Chris Flowers, who did something else I want to tell you about shortly. Um, he broke the story. Dr. Flowers broke the story that that there was knowledge with the FDA and with Pfizer of myocarditis four months before they made a press announcement to the parents of America. Four months previously, they knew that 35 teenagers sustained heart damage after a week after being injected this, with this material, and they kept going. They kept going with the influencers. They kept going with the cute pictures on Instagram with the little Band-Aid. Um, they kept going, aiming their campaign at young adults, at teenagers, at parents to get these kids injected. So that's fraud. And it's also reckless endangerment and similar crimes that um, Mr. Berkovich identifies. So this is um, incredibly important. And it's it's as it should be. Um, there you see that Amy has redacted uh, you know, some personal information, but the letters are all there going to these 13 states, um, you know, a third of the country. And and guy, hang on. This guy's making hang on. This guy's making a claim that CD, he wants criminal charges from state attorney generals because this is going to fire up this audience. Trust me, these guys are fighters. And we'll talk about the Australian story in this minute. And these, this audience has your back. I just want to make sure this guy's telling state attorney generals. I want you to get off your duff and look at the data, and I want criminal charges filed because the CDC knew for 90 days that this was a problem, and they not only did nothing, they continued to spin about these vaccines. Is that, am I generally, that's the direction of what this is, where this is going? 
yeah, let me give you the exact wording. Um, encouraging them to consider state-level action to investigate and prosecute Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC officials, meaning Dr. Walensky and her colleagues, um, for reckless endangerment or similar state crimes for CDC's three-month delay in reporting the first statistically significant signal of myocarditis incidents following mRNA COVID-19 vaccination. So yes, he's saying prosecute the officials who covered it up. Prosecute the officials who knew, and they knew as Dr. Flowers abundantly Dr. Walensky is one of the most honored credentialed um, with the degrees and all the major institutions revered. H how could that have happened? How, how could, are you saying that's an act? You're, you're not saying it's an act of omission. It's not, you're not looking for criminal negligence. You, you, you're, you're, you're implying it's an act of commission. Correct, ma'am. Well, I'm not, I'm not implying it. And, and this is not my conclusion. I mean, I, I thoroughly agree with the conclusions of the, uh, physicians and scientists on the one hand, and this attorney on the other, this very respected, reputable attorney on the other, I've seen what Dr. Flowers presented, and you can see it too, and I've seen the Pfizer documents showing abundant evidence of myocarditis, you know, showing that there was peer-reviewed documentation of myocarditis. Again, young adults, teenagers, 35 of them. You've got to look at Dr. Flowers' report again, everyone. This this went up in May. We were way ahead of this story. Um, but it, then I saw, and Dr. Flowers pointed out, that it wasn't until August that there was a press conference um, telling people, uh, you know, by the government, telling people about these harms. So the FDA knew, the CDC knew, Pfizer knew that the injections damaged the hearts of young adults and teenagers, and they went ahead anyway. So um, this uh, crime, according to uh, Mr. Uh, Berkovich, is reckless endangerment and other similar crimes. And I say similar crimes because state um, legal codes vary, right, state by state. Something that's yeah. uh, battery in one state will be, you know, something else in another state. But but basically, uh, it, is, get, well, it is an act. Yeah. He's saying these people are criminals and that they hurt people by concealing uh, the evidence that this, this was a dangerous injection. <laughs> Help me out here. We've got like three, three and a half minutes left. Harvey Risch, the Yale School of Public Health is one of the most revered institutions in that field in the world. Dr. Harvey Risch is one of the most revered individuals and professionals dedicating his life to this, uh, a lot of it at Yale. He comes out and, 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 Dr., and, and Senator Johnson's thing, he says, no one under 40 that doesn't have a comorbidity or some one of these chronic things I'm about to list should take this vaccine and Denmark and Germany and others, I think even UK, but Denmark and Germany definitely, which used to be some of the most pro-vax areas in the world are now saying, I think it's under 40 or 50, that either have a comorbidity or chronic, no, no go. How can that within 12 hours in the two and a half minutes we have left, how can the FDA and Moderna and these other groups come out and push for the COVID, the bi, the booster, the bivalent booster. This has been tested on nine rats into six-month-old babies, ma'am. Well, first, Dr. Rish is what's tragic, right? About about what uh, Mr. Berkovich is bringing forward, and what Dr. Rish also confirmed is that the evidence of this is a year and a half old, right? So. All the people who were injected, all the young adults who are having heart damage, all the kids who are going to suffer and collapse. And Australia now has like a, you know, heart damage peer group, you know, play date for heart damaged kids, right? All of that could have been avoided if the CDC, Mr. Berkovich is pointing out, had done its job of alerting the rest of us when they knew. So these harms are a year and a half old. We shouldn't be sitting here in December of 2022 trying to you know, amplify Dr. Rish, warning people that under 50 are at great risk from this injection, uh, more so than from the virus, um, because CDC and Pfizer knew this, FDA knew this, I can't say it enough. So how is it that the FDA can roll this out? Well, you know my theory of the case. I'll restate it because every day there's more evidence of this. The, the thing was 
designed by China, the thing was produced in concert with China, the thing is distributed by China, the IP is owned by China, China has opened two manufacturing plants with Fosun Pharmaceuticals in uh, New Jersey and in Massachusetts. Um, our young adults are being mandated, the elite of our universities are being mandated, our soldiers and sailors are being mandated, our first responders are being mandated. You have to be an idiot at this point not to recognize that this is how war is waged. What else is it? What else is it? It's not medicine. It's not science. It's it's a harmful, damaging product that the CDC knew was damaging. And we have shown you in our last episode that six hundred million dollars. We, we've got, we, 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 got so, thirty. Uh, we got twenty seconds. G- give me give me your social media and the book real quickly. We're gonna be back here tomorrow at ten. Real quickly, book and social media. Uh, the bodies of others. AllSeasonsPress.com. Go to DailyCloud.io to look at these letters. Look at another important report. And um, and I'm Dr. Naomi Arwood. We'll again. put them up and together. We'll get it all up. Please help. see you back here tomorrow at ten. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.